Don't my brother up the Messiah is getting that paid dollar today is off the discusses if someone makes a tonight when he's divorcing his wife that she has to marry someone. What happens if he makes a tonight that's impossible to keep or halakhically impossible a tonight that she does an Avera? We'll go back to our mission to discuss what the re-giving of this get requirement is about. And we begin a discussion about a tonight bal peh at the beginning at the end of the get. Writing it in. We begin with the Gemara on top of Pidalar Omar Aleph that says, If a husband tells his wife, Here's your get, but on the condition that you marry Ployne, you marry Bob. So the Allah is that she should not marry, but if she does, she has to. Div- she does not need to divorce him. So who's she not allowed to marry? marry? If she marries who, she doesn't need a divorce? We have three options. We begin with Rabbi Nachman who explains. What we're saying is that she's not allowed to marry Bob because maybe people will see this interaction and be like, oh, he just divorced her and gave her to Bob. It's kind of like as a gift, and that looks awful. If she marries someone other than Bob, then she doesn't need to divorce him, even though she didn't fulfill her tonight of marrying Bob. So the Gemara asks, hold on, she could just marry anybody even though she didn't fulfill her tonight because we have this gazera of what people will say? She's an Ishazish. She can't marry anybody just as an Ishazish because of our Gezeira. So rather, Nachman re-brands our statement and says that what it means is she's not allowed to marry Bob because people will say that it looks like she was given to him as a gift. But if she does marry Bob, she doesn't need to divorce him because we're not going to allow... Uh, we're not going to make her leave because of our concern of what people will see. However, uh, Rava takes issue with this, with Rabbi explanation. He was saying that she can't marry Bob, but she can marry anybody besides Bob. She didn't fulfill her tonight of marrying Bob. She, she can't marry anybody else. Uh, maybe you'll tell me that, oh, she'll marry somebody else. She'll marry Timmy. And marry Bob after she marries Timmy. You know, if they get divorced or if, if Timmy dies. So eventually she will be fulfilling her tonight. And we do have a discussion about that ability, Rabbi Huda discusses when it comes to Nedarim. In Nedarim Yudalarama Bays, it says if someone makes a, a neder that he's not going to sleep t- today if he sleeps tomorrow. So if Yehuda says don't sleep today because you might sleep tomorrow, but if Nachman actually says you're allowed to sleep today and just keep yourself awake tomorrow. But Rav says you can't compare marrying someone because you'll later marry Bob to sleeping today because you won't sleep tomorrow. Because over there, by the sleeping neder, he can make sure to keep himself awake. He can poke needles into his skin the whole day tomorrow. He can keep himself awake. But it's not up to her to get divorced from Timmy. So rather, Rava gives a third explanation of our Mishnah, of, of the Gemara, that, saying that she's not allowed to marry Bob or anybody else. She can't marry Bob because people will look at as as if this husband just gift-wrapped his wife to give to Bob with the divorce. She can't marry anybody else because she has a tonight to fulfill with her divorce to marry Bob which is not fulfilling, so she's not divorced yet. However, continues our statement that if she does marry Bob, she doesn't need to divorce him, 
because we're not worried about the gzera of what people will think. If she marries somebody else, not Bob, she does need to divorce them because she has a tonight to fulfill. She's an ashes until she marries Bob. And we have a brysa that backs up Rava that says that if the husband makes this tonight, she's not allowed to marry Bob or anybody else. If he does marry, if she does marry Bob, she's allowed to stay divorced. Or she's allowed to stay married, rather. If she marries anyone other than Bob, she's an ashes She hasn't fulfilled her tonight, and therefore she would need to get divorced. In the next Gemara, we learn if the husband tells his wife, next case, here's your get on the condition that you go up to the high heavens, that you go down to the core of the earth, that you swallow a four ama reed, or you bring me a ten, a hundred ama reed. These are impossible to know him. That you walk across the Yamagodol with your feet. That's not a valid get, according to Tanakama. But Rabbi Huda ben Tema says it is a good get. So you have a Machlekes, Rabbanan, and Rabbi Huda ben Tema. Rabbi Huda ben Tema says it's not a problem. See, why? So Rehud has a clow that any tenai, that's absolutely impossible to do. If that was the husband's tenai originally, then clearly he was just joking, and therefore the get is kosher. Rav Nachman tells Rav that the lach is in fact like Rehud And Rav Nachman says, we have even have a, uh, a Mishnah to back him up, that says, Gemara Mbaba brings it, if this tanai is possible to do, then it's a good tanai. But if it's impossible entirely, then the tanai is totally batel. Next, the Gemara asks what happens if the tanai is not physically impossible, it's halachically impossible. If the husband tells his wife, here's your get, bond the condition that you eat pork, pig's meat. Is that a good divorce? So Abaya says, it's the same thing as an impossible feat, a physically impossible thing. Going up to the high heavens is the same as eating pig. It's not happening. But Rava says, technically, she can eat it. She'll just get malchus for eating it. So it would be a good divorce. According to Abaye, who says that it wouldn't work, and if Yehuda ben Tema says his klau, that's including a tenai on pig's meat. And according to Rava, when he says kozeh, that it's a good get, He's saying that was including Basar Chazir. And the Klal was saying that if it's impossible to do, you can't do it. Then it's not a good tonight. But he also said that it is a good get if he's entirely joking, if it's an impossibility. So now the Gemara asks, if the husband tells, we learned that if the husband tells his wife, here is your get on the condition that you sleep with a specific person, that's a valid tonight, and she's divorced if she sleeps with him. But if she says, I'll deny that you don't sleep with my father or your father. Then we're not worried about that at all. It's a valid get. That's not going to happen. But we never me- mentioned a case of him divorcing her. I'll deny that she does sleep with her father or his father. According to Abaye, that makes sense. But according to Rava, technically she could sleep with them. It's absolutely, it's halachically awesome. But it's not physically impossible. It should be a good get with a tanai. So Abaye answers, this case is different than Basar Chazir because you could eat, she, she could just, you know, go to the shop, right, buy some ham and eat it and she'll get malchus. A random person, she could also bribe to sleep with her. But a father or father-in-law, they're going to make their own moral decisions just because she wants to be over this sister doesn't mean they want to be. 
So you can't compare the two. According to Rava, the Yehudim and Tema is a cloud of impossibilities, including father and father-in-law. The Kozeh, it is a good get when it's Basar Chazir. According to Abaye, Klal is including Basar Chazir, and Kozeh is excluding sleeping with a random person. But now the Gemara asks another Kasha. If the husband divorces his wife on the condition that she eats Basar Chazir, if she's a non-Koyen, not, not a Bas-Koyen, a Zor, and he says, I'm divorcing you on the condition that you eat Shruma, she's not allowed to do. If she's in a zero and he makes the tonight that on the condition that she drinks wine, that tonight is miskayim. It's a valid get if she goes through with it. If not, it's not a valid get. It's a good tonight. So according to Rabbi that's great, but according to Baye, it's halachically impossible. It shouldn't be a tonight at all. It should be a, it should, the whole thing should be a joke. But Abaye would answer that this whole price that you're bringing is to Sefta. It's not going like a Yehuda Mentema. That's going according to the Rabbanon. So there's no option of it being a good get. Frag the Gemara, why don't we say that, that when it comes to these Tanoim on halachic issues, he's making a Tanai on something that's written in the Torah. And we have a rule that anyone who makes a Tanai, Al-Masha, Kosov Torah, that Tanai is automatically bottled. You can't make a Tanai to do something against the Torah. Rather, the Ravika answers, we only say that something is a Tanai on the Torah, on something that you can't do in a Torah. That Tanai only dissolves when he's the one that's being oiker the mitzvah. Like if he wants to marry her, but minus every chiyuv that the Torah has a husband doing for his wife. But if here, she's the one that's being oiker the mitzvah. He's making a Tanai and she's doing the Avera. But Ravina asks, oh, how can you say that? The only reason she's doing that there is because of the tonight that he made for her to get divorced. So rather, Ravina answers, we say that a tonight is bottle when it's going against the Torah when it will 100% be uprooted, when you're not going to do the mitzvah in the Torah, like Sheyuk Sosavarinasa. But over here, who says that she's going to go eat the Basar Chazir? If she wants, she could not eat it and stay married to him. She has that option. So the tonight isn't automatically, intrinsically uprooting something in Atayra. Now in Amishnah, we had said that if he writes her a get with a tonight, that's no good. He has to take the get back and re-give it to her. Which Tana holds that? So Chizkiya says it's Shimon ben Elazar. We see, we see him in a brisa saying... That, that the husband has to take it back and re-give it to her and say, here's your get. But Yechanan says that technically we could even be going like Rebbe because Rav Kahana, who, who came from Bavel, Territ Yisrael, your Rav Kahana said that a get is different than a shtar choiv, where Rav Shemben Elozer said his halacha, because even the first time that he gave it to her, even though it wasn't 100% effective, but it still had reach get. And it puzzled her to marry Kahuna. She had a, a, a little smidge of divorce. However, we said back in the Mishnah that if they, he were to write the tonight into the get, then you can never reuse that get. So if Safra says that's only 
that the case in the Mishnah is referring to where the Tanai is written within the get. Well, yeah, that's that's what the Mishnah says. No, no, he, he clarifies that it, it's after the contents of the get. However, if the Tanai was written at the introduction before the contents of the get is written, even if they only made this Tanai al they didn't even write it in, it would still be possible. That's the Havamin. I would think that even though you, read, you wrote it before the content, I mean, even, even though you didn't even write it, or, or they walked in to write the get, and the husband tells his wife, by the way, I'm giving this to you. We're, we're only doing this get al that you don't marry Bob. Even though it's not written in the get, the whole get is going to be possible because everything in that get was written with that tonight in mind. But Rava disagrees. He says that our mission is only talking when it's written at the end, after the contents of the get. If it was written beforehand, and even Al Peh would parcel the get, this is Rava Lashitasa, because Rava used to tell the cipher as he was writing out the get, don't say anything, keep quiet, don't tell anything to the Baal until the Torah is all written out. Because if you say something, even Al Peh, it tonight can ruin the rest of the get. But Tanakama, or Rafsafa rather, he would say that it's only if you write the tonight into the get before the tariff. If you just said it, it would be okay. So I have Machalikas, Rafsafa, and Rava. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.